You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Welcome, everybody, to another QB Power Hour. Today's topic is QuickBooks at year end. I'm very glad to have you all joining us today. And my name is Michelle Long. I'm a CPA with an MBA in entrepreneurship, trainer for Intuit for a long time, contract trainer for Intuit for a long time, author of five different books. You can check those out on Amazon. And as you can see, we've got the links there for the Facebook group and the LinkedIn group. That Facebook group is really active. So we'd love to have you join us out there and continue the conversation. Dan, go ahead. Yeah, my name is Dan With, owner and founder of Dan With, uh, where we transform businesses to through technology. I worked at Intuit for nearly 18 years, a co-host today, and also co-host of uh, Workshop Wednesdays at schoolofbookkeeping.com. Done some tech editing for QBO for Dummies and uh, Top 10 Pro Advisor this year. So really awesome, awesome to, to have that happen this year. And we have a guest, Jen. Hello, it's good to be back. Thank you so much. I'm Jen Giesing. I'm one of the VPs for the account channel. So what that means to you all is I help design our programs for accountants and get to work with you guys and Dan and Michelle. I'm so excited to be on. So thanks for having me. Yes. Uh, so today uh, we're going to be talking about year end prep. Um, it's actually going to be about all about checklists. So, you know, this is the season where people will make lists. Sometimes they'll check up twice. <laughs> Um, but we're going to talk about the things that you can do in QuickBooks that create lists. Uh, some will be providing some some resources about checklists, uh, but we'll be we'll, we'll be talking about some of the things that you can do inside of QuickBooks that help you create lists. Um, and then um, normally the, the the QuickBooks Power Hour is every other week, but because of the holidays, we're not going to have a QB Power Hour on the twenty first. Um, so we're going to actually uh, throw you a curve. And, and do one next week. So mark your calendars next week. We'll be having a making a roadmap to advisory. And then we're going to kick off 2022 already uh, with uh, works with QuickBooks. Yeah, right. <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly with accounting integrations. Because you always see those apps that say works with QuickBooks. And then when you get into the nitty gritty of it, it's, hmm, that's not exactly what I thought. <laughs> so we'll be joined by, uh, by, by some guests there, and we'll talk about some of the, the good, the bad, and the ugly with accounting integration. So we have the Power Hour uh, PDF slides, recordings, podcasts. We put it all in one place for you there at qbpowerhour.com slash resources. So we like to make one-stop shop for you. A little bit of housekeeping. If you have any questions, uh, any Q&A, uh, throw those in the Q&A uh, section. Uh, if you have some comments, because I see them floating by, um, you can put that in the in the chat. And if you want to chat with uh, with with others that are that are joining us here today, and then of course we always have the handouts. Uh, there's links there for the handouts uh, as well as on the webinar archive, or you can just go right back to that qbpowerhour.com/resources. Uh, so a little bit about today, we'll be talking about some of the, the overview things that you can do, um, you know, the bookkeeping overview. Uh, Michelle, it's, what today is we're going to actually do a lot of demoing inside of QuickBooks, assuming QuickBooks Online cooperates <laughs> uh, right before. You know, this is the problem with doing a live webinar, right, Michelle? <laughs> yes. Is, uh, it is the stars need to align sometimes in order to get things. <laughs> well, work. and I Actually, QBO was working, but now my mouse has decided to quit working and I've unplugged and replugged. And, you know, so who knows, but I've got the gremlins today. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Stay tuned. We've got the slides <laughs> so we, we can speak to the slides if, if, if that's yes. the worst case. But uh, we, we love to, to go into, mm. into QuickBooks and actually show how demonstrate how you can do some of these checklists. Uh, for you and your clients. Uh, but we'll talk about month-end review, the prep for taxes, and uh, make sure you stay for the end because we do have a special offer from uh, from our guests uh, at ADP uh, worth $99 plus. <laughs> yes, we and lots of like, great resources that we need to mention for y'all too. Right. And speaking of resources, so 
some of these things about, um, you know, some of the workflows that, that you can do inside of QuickBooks. We've done some other things before. So we've talked to, in, in prior power hours, uh, the, the accountant tools in QBO and QB desktop. So there's a link for that. Um, the year-end uh, checklist, and we've created some at, at schoolofbookkeeping.com. You can download that, uh, as well as on the core certification and advanced certification. Uh, there's some uh, learnings in there about using these tools as an accountant. So first, poll. We want polls. <laughs> yes. So this is a multi-select. What kind of year-end activities do you offer your clients? Now, Michelle, when you were Speaking active clients, what kind of things did you run into um, at, at year end? I tried to avoid payroll. And even <laughs> though I did not do taxes, I did have to get the books ready for the taxes. So even though I wasn't doing the tax return, um, I did have to do that. So I did most of these things. I did not like inventory and payroll because they were always the biggest messes and the hardest to clean up. <laughs> But it's also very rewarding when you finally get it fixed. You're like, yay! You know, it's like getting a puzzle put together. So, yeah, exactly. It's the world's hardest puzzle sometimes, (laughs) especially when there's missing pieces. Yes. I think one of the things that's so awesome now, though, especially with some of the tools that I'm going to show everyone today that's available through QBOA, is that it's so much easier now with all these checklists that we have and all these resources. And I know Jen's going to share some great checklists with, with us um, today. And I mean, when you have all those checklists, it's great because I was always afraid I was going to forget something and overlook something. And so we've got a lot of great resources for you, both within QBOA today that I'm going to share with you. And then Jen's going to share an amazing resource resource um, as well. So lots of things to help you. And I think it's important. Don't wait until January to start on this stuff. There's a lot of things that we can and should be doing now. So I'm glad you guys are all joining us today. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> got all choked up. Sorry. Oh, my. <laughs> um, so, uh, Michelle, I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing and okay. pass the ball over to you. Uh, so you can start sharing. Screen and then share. There we go. And unfortunately, like I said, my mouse has decided not to work all of a sudden. So I'm going to be have, have to use the actual keyboard for a change. But anyway, so I am in QBOA. You can only access this through QBOA. You can tell I'm in QBOA because I've got the accountant up here in that upper think left uh, corner. sharing yet. You are not seeing it? I'm not hmm. using it. I'm oh. not seeing it, no. Okay. Sorry. There, there you are. There. Okay. You're, now you should be seeing it. Yes. All right. So now. you want to make sure that you are in QBOA because these are tools that are only for us as accounting professionals and your clients do not see these tools. So first thing to keep in mind is we've got this overview tab in the upper left corner. And this is where you can go in and you can re- review the company setups. And let me get some of this out of the way here. You can review the company setup, what payroll or what subscriptions they have, whether they have payroll turned on or not, what apps they're using. And more importantly, you can review the banking activity in all the accounts that are set up and they'll show you the bank balance, unaccepted transactions. So you can see people are falling behind. There's a lot of things that haven't been done out here. These are sample companies. We put a lot of things in here and we don't do all the work. So don't be alarmed by anything that you see out there. You'll see a lot of them never reconciled or not reconciled since 2016. I would would never take this client on. (laughs) Yeah. But then as you scroll on down, this is great because you can see some common issues at a glance. It's going to highlight these for you, like undeposited funds that need to be cleaned up, maybe any uncategorized transactions. And we'll talk more about this in just a little bit as well. But you can see we've got a lot of them down here that we probably need to use our reclassified transactions tool to go in and fix some of those. You can review the status of some of the agents over here. And if I click on any of these, it's going to take you right into that report. So you can de- you can review that. As you know, your opening balance equity should be zero. This indicates you're going to have to research that and find out what they did. Did they set up a new account with a balance? Did they put a new customer in with an opening balance? You'll need to figure out what happened there and go in and fix those transactions to zero that out because opening balance equity should always be zero after your setup. And then this is also really helpful. Any accounts that have a negative balance when they shouldn't. For example, you can see here the savings account. The savings account has a negative balance. 
That's not normal. So you would want to go investigate that. So I love our overview tab just to give you a quick overview of what's going on. But the best thing of all is this new books review tab. Now they've changed the name of it to books review. You'll also see it under um, the accountant toolbox called month in review. That's what it used to be called, but now it's called books review, or you'll see it over here. It says bookkeeping review. This has also been updated to add the setup section and the wrap up section. So when you're in cleanup, you will see setup and wrap up. If I were to change this into monthly, the setup one goes away. Under setup though, so if I'm in cleanup, under setup, you can again review some of these settings here and what's turned on and what's turned off first month of the year. You can quickly run the balance sheet or the P&L, but down here's what's great. Opening balance adjustments. If any of these opening balances have changed, you have the ability to go in here and put... Um, what the opening balance was like last year, if they made any changes or anything, you could go plug the number in here and you could also then do an adjustment right from here. Um, so that's kind of handy to be able to review those opening or beginning balances. Then down here, you'll also see potential issues if you have any bank feeds that get disconnected. And then accounts without activity for the last 90 days. Do any of those need to be you know, made inactive or deleted, any old accounts? So that's kind of helpful. Then down here, you've got your to-do your to-do checklist where you can add additional things out here. And this is where you can add your own to-dos as you need to. So perhaps I want to come down here um, and put, you know, review accounts. Oh, I got duplicates out there already. Review customers for duplicates, let's say. And you could give it a name out here. And then this is what's cool is you can actually link to that page. So for example, if I come over here and let's just open the customers. Notice how I right click, open it in a new tab so I don't lose the current tab I'm on. I could come over here and copy and paste this link and put that right in here into my to-do checklist. So now when I come down here and I'm reviewing these things, I can click the link and it's going to take me right into that. So you can create your own to-do items out here. You can track your status of things. You know, are we in the middle of it? Are we waiting on it? Are we finished with it? So you can track your status as well. So that's all really kind of helpful stuff just on the setup tab. And remember, you won't see setup unless you're in the cleanup up here. So now when I go into transaction review, this would show me if I had any transactions that have been downloaded and need to be added or matched. Um, we don't have any, but I love this next section. Look how it's highlighting things for us. Here's a bunch of uncategorized transactions. I could go ahead and categorize them right from here by going into reclassify and say, which account do I want to reclassify that to? Because right now, what happened was you had these transactions downloaded from the bank feed. They didn't know where it went or didn't pay attention. It went into uncategorized expense. So I can come in here and assign it the proper expense right here. Or remember, we have that reclassified transactions tool. Okay. Now, that's is, that, a, is that the only one? It, it, will it only go there if it uh, only show up here if it's only put in uncla unclassified expense? Uncategorized expense or asset or liability. Got it. So any so, uncategorized account. But so under if they, that, if they've left it in um, in the bank feed and it's uh, it was it's sitting to something else that's not uncategorized, it won't show there. If it's sitting right. for, if it's still in the downloaded transactions waiting for you to add it or match it, it does not show there. Those are only things that were added or added, not, probably not matched, but added and went into uncategorized. Oh, so they, they actually have to be posted yes. and posted to uncategorized. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I got excited there for a second because I was going through a clients who's, who's, you know, got like months of transactions that are sitting in there. Uh, and he maybe touched one of the transactions and it's, it, it categorized, you know, QuickBooks thought about putting it to a, a certain expense account, but a lot of them, I, I just have to put it to ask client so that he can, you know, tell me what they are, but 
Um, Speaking of ask client, I'm going to yeah. show you something super cool in just a minute. But I'm, here's I'm on the, the edge of my seat. <laughs> You're going to want to see this <laughs> under the reclassified transactions. though, as you know, and we've got this in other videos or, or webinars that we've done in the past, it allows you to review the transactions and reclassify them or assign a class or a location. So, for example, notice under advertising, there's only five thousand dollars. Let's say I'm reviewing meals and entertainment and I determine these two here should have gone to advertising. You can go through here and it's really great because you can search for certain things if you're looking for a specific transaction, specific classes or a certain vendor, whatever it is, you can kind of filter what you're looking for. But when you identify things that are posted incorrectly, which we all know happens all the time, you can come and reclassify these quickly and easily. And I'm just gonna put that into advertising so we can see it. You could assign a class, or change the class. Same thing with location. If you've got those turned on, you'll see those. Now you'll see I moved those two transactions up to advertising and it was only two of them. But what happens is once the client makes a mistake, they keep doing that same mistake over and over again. I'm trying to get this uh, toolbar out of my way here. They'll keep doing the same thing over and over again. Um, so you can go in and fix a lot of these in one fell swoop. You just select them, you hit reclassify, I can send them back over to meals and entertainment and click apply and now it'll move them back over there. So you can move lots of transactions in a hurry. So it allows you to review the accounts, looking for things posted incorrectly and then fix them quickly and efficiently as well. So that's your reclassified transactions tool. It is covered on the audit log. It will track your changes on the audit log. That's always a question a lot of accounting professionals have is, you know, is it tracking those changes? So now when you come into that transaction review, remember we came down here and we found some of these that were uncategorized. Let's say, I don't know what they are. Check this out, Dan, I know you're on the edge of your seat. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> ask the client. Okay. Oops. I already asked about some of these, but that's all right. We'll ask them again. So when I choose ask the client, oh, Maybe it's not wanting me to do that because I've done it before. Let's try this one. Ask the client. There we go. Come on. It's popping up and going away. All right. So over here, you'll see it's going to create a message that's going to go to your client. They will see it in their in their QuickBooks down on the left hand side of the nav bar where it says accountant. They will see them in there. They also get an email notification. They can come down here and review these things and then they can um, respond to them. We can attach a document if we need to down here and you'll see it says notify the client. And it will notify them via their email or their phone number, whichever you have in there. So then this is where we don't have to, you know, export a report out to Excel and then create an email and then attach the report in the email and send it to the client. It's all right here within QuickBooks. So I love that. So you can ask them about transactions without a payee. You've got undeposited funds down here and you all know how to clean that up. So I'm not going to go over that, but it'll show you how many you have. If you just have a couple, it may be okay. If you have thousands sitting in undeposited funds, you've got a problem. <laughs> and then down here, any unapplied payments. So I love how it's pulling these things for us automatically. And then again, down at the bottom, you've got this to-do checklist. And you can always come in here and edit or delete any of these that you have out here. And again, you can track your status of those. So people that are reviewing it or you can keep track of where you're at. Okay. So it just keeps getting better. So first we review our transactions. Then we need to go in and make sure that we're reconciling everything. So you can come out here and get a quick reconciliation status on all your bank and credit cards, as well as other balance sheet accounts. You can reconcile almost every balance sheet account. Let's say you have employee advances. You know, we're going to talk about payroll in a minute. You have employee advances. You need to reconcile those to kind of see what the balance is and what the balance remaining is. Same thing with client retainers. So you can reconcile other balance sheet accounts. Here's any outstanding transactions that may be old that need to be written off. Um, those that you keep seeing in the bank rec um, when you're reconciling and ignoring, you may want to write some of those off. And then again, we have additional to-do items down there at the bottom. So I hope you all are loving this tool because I absolutely love it. And Intuit did a study or research. They're always doing this kind of stuff. And they determined, I think it was five times that 
people who use this books review, use this process on their clients' books, the books are five times as accurate. How cool is that? Wow. I mean, it There's helps save, saves us time and helps get things right. So go ahead, There's Dan. Some, there were some couple, couple of questions on the um, ask client because uh, uh-huh. you, you blew just not my mind, but somebody else's. Uh, <laughs> When uh, when you send that ask client, they they get um, or they get one just one email, right? They yes. don't get one uh, one email for each transaction that you're adding to the uh, to the request, right? That's correct. Like, see, here's three of them in there. So it's questions about transaction categories. You'll see there's three transactions in one request. Um, so it's sitting there waiting for the, the client. And down here, you'll be able to see any documents that were attached, as well as any comments that they made. So you can go in and review. Up here, you'll see I clicked on, let me sh- close this so you can see it. I clicked on client requests. You can view all the requests that you've sent down there. Um, and, then, and they they see they, it over yeah. here under my accountant is where it okay. will pop up in their books. Super. And then um, when they act on it, because of course they're, they're just waiting for you to uh, talk to them. (laughs) Um, But of course, you know, a week later when they finally act on it, do you get notified that they have uh, responded? Yes. Yes. You will get notified that they have responded and any documents will be up there um, in your shared documents and things like that. And somebody wanted to see how to get to ask the client. You can get to it from up here under client requests, create a new request. Or when we were doing our transaction review, if you select a transaction here, it pops up with things that you can do. I can add the payee. This one had the payee missing. So it's going to allow me to fix it right here, or I can void or delete it, or I can ask my client. And when you do ask the client, it's going to create that and send it to them and notify them either on their email or their phone. You can put in their which, and they're going to see it right down there in the lower left under my accountant in their books. So I love it. So go out there and try out and check out this new books review. You guys are going to like it. As a reminder, your clients do not see this stuff. It is for your eyes only. And remember, you can customize those checklists down there. One thing I will point out to you on the checklist, which you can help me with this one, send feedback to and it because it's annoying to me that I cannot rearrange these things. Once I put them out here, I can't move the order. So just keep that in mind. You have to delete them and redo it. And that's a pain. So I would like to be able to rearrange that checklist. So send that feedback to and to it on the awesome. checklist that you customize. And, and this is this has evolved um, over, you know, since they initially launched it. I think it was uh, could be connected a, a couple a couple years ago when they originally announced it. But now it's every, you know, every iteration has more uh, functionality to it. That's correct. It just and that's keeps due to the better. feedback that we're, that we're providing. That's right. So um, as a reminder, under gear feedback, send them that feedback. And one and other then, thing I wanted to uh, ask you, yeah. uh, and it just flew away from me. Oh, darn it. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, that's okay. I just see Terry was asking about the to-do items on the book on the books review. Where do the to-do items add? You can add to-do items on any of these tabs on the transaction review, count reconciliation, or final review, and they always go down to the bottom. So when you come down here and you add a new one, it's always going to be at the bottom. Okay. So I remember. Can... <laughs> remember okay, what, what I was going to ask it? you. What uh, was it? So this is company specific. So anybody who's an accountant, uh, like if you have like five people on your team and they have client access to, to beautiful landscapes, they'll be able to see the, the month end review section, right? Yes. All the accountant users that have access to that client. Got it. Okay. We'll have access to that. All right. Shall we talk about prep for taxes quick or will we go into some yeah. other stuff first? Let's do a poll as a, as a nice segue and then we can address any uh, other questions that may have uh, come up. But uh, it was a good segue. Do you prepare uh, tax forms for your clients? Um, I, I thought it was a, I met someone at, at, at QB Connect and I thought it was a genius thing. It's like, I only take tax clients that I do the bookkeeping for is, was her model, right? Like, it, it, you know, some people love taxes and some people love bookkeeping. Uh, she loves taxes for the ones that she knows that she's done the bookkeeping for. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an awesome way to position 
only taking on new tax money because that makes your taxes easier if you yeah. know that the books are in order. Yeah. And, and that's a good point. That, that really is. Well, and one of the things is so much better now because of QBO and the bank rules and all that is if you got a tax client that comes to you and they haven't done anything all year, we used to have to spend all this time actually entering transactions. What a waste of time. Now you can get the transactions from the bank feed or from the bank and download them and import them, or you can get a statement and import them. And you can import, let's say, 18 months of transactions, set up bank rules, and you can process a year and a half of activity in a fraction of the time that it used to do. And that's why so many people are no longer hourly billing, um, because it doesn't make sense to do that. A quick question that somebody asked, uh, can you print a checklist? No, that's another one we want to send our feedback to feedback. it. To it. <laughs> yes, yes, because you cannot print those checklists down there. Yeah. I mean, you could do a screen capture if you wanted to, um, but that's not ideal at all. Wait do you see the checklist that Jen has. If you think this <laughs> is awesome, she's going to show me up on her checklist and resources. It's you guys are really building me up. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. This is <laughs> well, all great stuff too, by the way. This is awesome. Yeah. It's just, you've got such an awesome, amazing resource with all these clickable links to, to get the details and stuff. So I, I'm, I'm anxious for you all to share that with them because it is wonderful. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, end the poll here and then we'll share the results. So it looks like uh, about 58% of, of folks doing actually doing taxes uh, for their clients here. All right, so let's go ahead and press on so we can get through all of these awesome tools. All and right. Okay, so after you go through your month in review, you get everything cleaned up, everything's looking all great and pretty and everything, then what you'll probably want to be doing is prep for taxes. And you may be using some of those other tools that we did not cover out there. Just as a reminder, we talked about the reclassified transactions. Oh, I am going to point this out to you real quick. Under report options, this is where you can choose the default date. So when you go in and run, let's say, a PL or you go in and you run these reports, what is the default date that you want it to be? Like if you always want it to be this year to date, you can change that. Or if you're working on year in, you can say, I want it always to be last year. And um, so you can then come out here and change your basis as well. So then when you run a report or you go into those tools like um, reclassified transactions or prep for taxes, it will automatically pull those dates for you. So I think that's pretty handy. So and that was also a, um, a, a, down, down, a tricky point for, for some accountants because that is only available as an accountant that report dates in there. Even if you have the report setting for accountant settings, you know, for the company itself as right. cash, uh, if you have that report setting at, at accrual, those financial reports that you'd run are going to be based off of that report dates uh, setting for it, for the accountant. So a lot of times I got a call where it was, uh, I'm running this, uh, they're, they're on a cash basis, but I run it and it's in accrual. Why is that? It's, I've got to check the setting. They forget to go into uh, the reports setting here. And, yes. and yeah. So under the accountant toolbox, you'll see report options. That's where you'll do that. All right. So in the prep for taxes, this is amazing. Okay. So if you're using ProConnect Tax Online, it's wonderful because everything will be integrated between QuickBooks Online and ProConnect Tax Online. But if you're using LeCert or ProSeries or something else, this still is a very, very helpful tool for you because you can export it and then import into the other tax prep package. So for example, I'm going to go through this quickly, but you've got your year-end tasks. Um, so it's going to show you any changes since you started the prep for taxes. So you can review those changes and accept those changes. Then you need to map all of your accounts. So you'll see here, down here, we're using an 1120S. This is an S corporation. All of these accounts down here have already been mapped to the proper line of the tax return. For example, if I click on rents, you'll see which account it is, and I could edit that over here if I needed to. But any new accounts that are added or any accounts that aren't mapped are going to be highlighted at the beginning. So if they added a new account during the year, you would need to come out here and assign it the proper line of the tax return. So the first thing you do is you map all of your accounts and which line of the tax return it goes to. Then you may have documents, any supporting documents that you have. 
And this is where you can create a new folder, or if you have a template for all your clients, you can import folders from a template. This is where you could come out here and attach, let's say, a, a document like the purchase of a truck. You could attach these documents to these accounts, or maybe you want to attach any work papers that you have. Um, it's kind of like a document management thing out here that you can use um, so it's kind of helpful. Then we have our review and adjust where you can go in and look at the trial balance and you can take a look at either the trial balance view if you prefer that. Like if you like to see the years, the dollar change and all that, you, you can see the debits and credits if you want to. Um, you can choose which way you want to see this to review all those balances out there. So this is your, your chance to take a look also and make your adjusting entries if you need to. So for example, let's say somebody forgot to record depreciation. I could come down here and click make adjustment and go in and do that journal entry and it's going to update here for me. So you can make adjustments right from here as you're getting ready to do those taxes, you know, some things that are non-deductible, um, you could make that adjustment here if you needed to. So that's helpful. And then also the grouping and statements. I know a lot of times when people are doing their taxes, they like to group things together for the tax return. For example, cash and cash equivalents. This is all the checking and savings accounts. It also would be a PayPal account, a Venmo account, cash and cash equivalents. We want to group all together to be one number when we're doing that tax return. So you can create a new group and then you can simply drag and drop to move these accounts into the groups as you need to. So that's well, there you can reorder, but you can't reorder those lists on the <laughs> I know, right? So they, they obviously know how to do that. So why don't they do that to the to-do list? That's my point. <laughs> so anyway, so that's your groupings and statements. And then finally, you have your, your final tax mapping here where you want to do a final review of things, make sure everything's looking all right. When you're ready, this is really cool. You can download this to a zip file. So you can download to a zip file. And now you're going to have Excel files with that trial balance in it. So if you want to import that into, um, let's say, Lacert. And so you got your trial balance numbers here, you export it uh, to an Excel file, and then you can import that into LACERT or, or other tax prep packages. You can carry forward, whoops, I didn't mean to actually click on that. You can carry forward as well as lock this. Once you're done, you can lock it. Under the tax options, you can update an existing return. Let's say you were working on the taxes, Oops, I forgot to do depreciation. You come back out here, you do your depreciation, update that existing tax return that sends the data from QuickBooks directly into ProConnect Tax Online. Or you can create a new return or export as a CSV. So Intuit has done a fabulous job of giving us all these new tools um, to help us. So we need to um, be using these things. And I see somebody says we've they've changed... Um, they change from an S corp to a C corp in the tax mappings area. Let me go back to the tax mappings in the tax mappings. If you need to change the entity, see here where it shows I have an 1120 S you click that little thing. And down here you could select your 1120 C. Connie said they had an S corp change to a C corp, how to change that. You'd come out here. I believe it wipes out all the tax mappings and you start over. Um, yeah. And that's where you'd also want to change that, though, under the account and settings for the company information. Um, change it over there because that's where it pulls from. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but this, that was this is a huge question. Um, you know, for those people that are use, that are doing the bookkeeping and the taxes at the same time and using uh, ProConnect Tax, used to be called into a tax online. Um, it's it just makes quick work of actually preparing the return uh, because. Again, you're 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 getting the the books in order, and you're getting them consolidated on where do you want that to show up in in the tax return itself. It's almost yep. like click and go. You're done. Next customer, please. I know if taxes <laughs> and payroll had been this easy back in my day, <laughs> I might not have not liked yeah, them we, so we, much. We might, we might not be talking to you. <laughs> it's so much easier now with all these wonderful tools and the technology that we have to do all this. So make sure you're utilizing the tools that you have available out there. Um, and I see people asking if it'll transfer to like my tax office or other tax prep software. 
if you can import from an Excel or a CSV file, you should be able to import that trial balance into your software. But I don't know because I don't use those. So you'll need to try that out. The only one that it will go directly into a return is ProConnect Tax Online. So that's right. And that's, another, that's the only one that will directly, the rest it will be, you know, yes. taking it to Excel and, you know, check with the other software provider if it will import. And no, it does not import to TurboTax. TurboTax no. is for personal <laughs> use. <laughs> anyway, all right, enough of me. Let's see some of these other great resources that we have as well. So um, I think we can just transfer to Jen or Dan. Did we have any yeah. slides we needed to go through? Um, yeah, the only ones that we had is, is that there is a tax readiness VCon uh, that uh, Pro ProConnect is, is putting on. And I'm going to post that in the chat just so that yes. we have a, a I, link. I wanted there. to remind you all. Um, so on, on that tax VCon, they do a lot of great things. They talk about updates to the tax law, what's changed, what's new in TurboTax, or I'm sorry, not TurboTax, what's new in ProConnect <laughs> Pro tax, LACERT, and what's new in Pro Series. But they also had a session in there, and I think it's on the last day again, day three, on QuickBooks Online at year end that I did and um, QuickBooks Desktop at year, on, year end that Laura Madeira did. So if you want to go through those two, register for that tax VCon. Econ. If you can't attend it live, you can always watch those recordings later. Um, but that's, you know, I had an hour, Laura had an hour. So that would also be helpful resources for you all as well. Great. So uh, speaking of taxes, um, Jen, you have something. To I certainly think. do. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk payroll taxes. How exciting, right? <laughs> Sounds like 62% of you guys do help clients out with that in some way, shape or form. So Yes, excited to be on, like I mentioned, and excited to share the free resources that we have. And this actual site is available for our accounting firms um, that either partner with us or don't, prospects, clients, really anybody can access this information, but wanted to walk you through it. And you guys can definitely take some time later on to play around with it as well. But a couple of pieces here. So the COVID-19 resources are huge. Um, they obviously pertain to payroll, but they, they also pertain to just business reopening opening and navigating through the pandemic, right? As we hopefully get out of it here soon. So these are going to launch into separate landing pages here, but this is a section I would highly recommend going to if you're working with a client that needs a little bit of assistance here. So there's employer resources, um, there's reopening your business. Um, what do you do there? And there's all kinds of updates on the American Rescue Plan Act, um, any sort of legislative change that has been made, you guys can click into it and get some more information. I'm a huge fan of FAQs. I'm like, just kind of give me the clip notes version of it. What are the most frequently asked questions? So you guys have access to all of this and can also share the link with your clients as well if they have any questions pertaining to COVID-19 and how to navigate it. But I'm gonna scroll back up to the top here for you guys. And as you can see, as you're prepping for year end as it relates to payroll. So we're past November at this point in time, which is hard to believe. So I'm gonna click the December link here and just come down to this section. So before the last payroll of the year, there is quite a bit that you guys want to do or wanna check through, or at least the clients want to, right? The worst thing in the world, I always say, is having to go back and do adjustments in 2022 for payroll that was processed in 2021. It's a nightmare dealing with the government agencies, and it never seems to end if there's a mistake that's made that needs to be adjusted. So if you take the time on the front end, it's definitely well worth it. So um, processing your final payroll, this is one of my favorites um, here. It just walks through, again, like little reminders pertaining to COVID-19 before a client runs their payroll December 31st. Um, there is some ADP specific information in here on our run platform if they happen to be an ADP client. However, each section does speak to generally what you would need to do relating to reporting fringe benefits, reporting healthcare coverage, especially if you're an S-Corp owner there, 2% shareholder. So all of this good information is in here. I could probably take like two hours going through it all and I'm not gonna do that to you. 
So as you guys can see, after, before December 31st, there's also another section. You know, we see a ton of bonus payrolls run. A lot of times the client doesn't necessarily know how to enter this data in the proper way or how to run a special payroll. So any assistance you guys can go through with them just to point them in the right direction to let them know that they want to make sure they do it the right way. Because again, the worst thing in the world is amendments in 2022 for 2021. And then as you look to January, some common things that are um, you know, sometimes overlooked, but clearing the PTA accruals out, how do they do that? It'll walk them through how they do that in our platform. Updating employee deductions, this is also a big one. Obtaining new W-4 information, so a nice reminder. And the beauty is, you guys, Unlike QuickBooks, this is one feature we do have. There is a checklist that you guys can print. So there is nothing more satisfying to uh -huh. me than like <laughs> a check mark on a piece of paper. I'm a little old school, you guys, but this is going to bring up a PDF that you can print in just a second here and you can check all the boxes um, as it relates to payroll or you can share it with your clients if you don't really take but, part in that activity. But can you reorder it? That's, that's <laughs> you cannot. So yeah, so I'm sorry, you guys, you can't reorder it. But it is, it, it can be printed or exported. So you've got that feature there. Um, go ahead. Sorry, Michelle. I was, I was just going to add one thing. I put it in the chat, but I wanted to make sure everybody realized, and, and you may have mentioned this and I missed it, but this these resources are available to anyone. You do mm -hmm. not have to be using ADP to be able to access and utilize these resources that they have. You may already have a checklist. Theirs is so comprehensive though. I would encourage you to check it, You know, make sure you've got everything on your checklist if you're using it, um, because it is just such a great resource for all of you, not just ADP customers. Absolutely. Yes. All of you. So not just ADP, there'll be some ADP lingo in there. If they do use run, but it's just general information. This is another favorite of mine too. I, I know clients oftentimes are very confused about the W2 and what goes on there. So we have a nice little cheat sheet here, um, frequently asked questions section so that you're able to share with them um, as well. So lots of good information within the year ed processing guide. Again, definitely check out the COVID-19 resources as well. You can definitely go down some rabbit holes with all the different links um, and resources that we provide to you. And then I'll share a couple other resources too, so I can pass it back to you all to talk about QuickBooks um, again. But we are super excited because we, if you are a partner of ours and work with us in any way, shape or form, meaning you have access to our um, accountant portal, give me one second, guys, because I'm going to have to change the display here. Good times. All right. So hopefully you guys can see this now. But we have an amazing um, marketing toolkit. Hopefully it pops up. Michelle, I don't know if mine wants to cooperate with me. Here we go. <laughs> there um, so where you can customize, our firms can customize letters and other tax planning templates. This is great because it's a plug and play. Like there's so much that you guys have to do. I saw it all with my own eyes as Michelle walked through it. If you have these pre-formatted end of year letters for clients and tax planning templates, why not take advantage of them? And they can be co-branded as well um, if you're using our Account Connect platform and partner with us. Um, S-Port payrolls, this is huge. We have an influx coming in this time of year. You know, we do have entities that change over to an S-Corp, need to process, or just a client that maybe has waited to process until the end of the year, they may be an annual payroll. We have special packages for these clients that are priced at a very wallet-friendly fee. Um, so definitely something that we can help out there. And then, of course, it is CPE season, CPE month. So if there are any CPAs out there, if it's a reporting year, I know we're trying to get as many as we possibly can before year end. Or if you just want some more great information on topics that we have available, which I'll go through in a second, um, you're more than welcome to take advantage of those. They're all complimentary for the accounting community. So some of the topics coming up. So we are jamming a lot into this week, right? So tomorrow... Um, and this should say Wednesday because Wednesday is tomorrow, right, guys? Um, <laughs> yeah, tax updates yes. for businesses. So there are two sessions running for this at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. And then we do have on Wednesday a major HR trend to follow in 2022. So that's a big one. That's at 2 p.m. And then another hot topic. It's even stated in the subject line here, but payroll tax updates and emerging hot topics for 2022. That's a couple weeks out on Tuesday, the 21st of December. Um, you guys can register at our website, adp.com forward slash CPE. 
If you happen to miss the webinar, you can always go back in to the same site and click to view the recording of it. So you can always go back into our library. Um, if you're a CPE, you have to be live on those webinars to get the credits. We do have an on-demand catalog. If you're interested in that, of course, you can shoot us a note. Um, but definitely check out that site and check out all of our upcoming webcasts that we have. And then this is what was uh, featured right in the very beginning, what all of you guys held on to right till the end. But we are offering complimentary copies of the tax book deluxe edition for 2021. Um, you guys are able to access that or make the request at edpay.com forward slash the tax book. The only um, caveat to that is we would love to meet with you in person or virtually if you guys are working remotely. Um, one of our assigned associates, um, depending on where you live, would just jump on the phone or meet with you in person, talk with you about everything we have to offer in addition to all the great things that we've already discussed. And that's really it. So no other anti there, but definitely want to make sure you guys take advantage of it. And, and it looks or like they have, uh, it's like tabbed. So you can just jump right to... Uh, the the spot uh, wherever you happen to be looking for because I uh, you know nothing nothing worse than looking at the instructions of a of a tax form and flip 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 <laughs> where is it on this circular e <laughs> I can tell you these these books are a great resource I mean I know a lot of accountants and bookkeepers that that's their their go-to book throughout tax season. So it's definitely a great resource. And I thank you guys for making that available to everybody. Absolutely. Oh, Happy to do it. Definitely. And I will, I agree with you. I get more requests for this guidebook than anything else. So we've got the master tax guide, but it's always this one that they want to get their yeah. hands on. because It's a quick, <laughs> easy reference. So hopefully you guys jotted that link down as well. Dan, it looks like you've got another poll question. Yeah, here. I just started another poll question because we kind of ran into payroll. How many escort payroll clients do you currently have? Less than three, four to nine. I know uh, Michelle has zero because she runs from payroll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that you can do payroll on your phone, I mean, it's so much easier than it used to be. And it's just the technology has made it a lot easier, but. So are you considering uh, jumping back into payroll? Kind of sounds like it, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if we don't take get more on the red shirts to know. If we, don't get on the, if we don't get on the road training more often, I might have to. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to convert her, Dan. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> Got it. So, yeah, it looks like most, most of the folks are about less than three. Uh, but we do have some pretty large, uh, large, large payroll clientele. Uh, let me go ahead and share the results there. Yeah, about eleven percent with twenty plus. That's a that's a lot of payroll. <laughs> that is a lot of payroll. And there's, I mean, the, the resources that you know. Normally, what we what we do in the the QB Power Hours, where we talk about some of these uh, troubleshooting and and those types of things with with payroll. You guys have just created so many awesome resources we don't have to cover that you know especially if you're working directly with it with adp you just kind of hand that stuff off um absolutely you know, with having it's... to troubleshoot payroll you know especially mm -hmm. after january 1 oh i gotta make an adjustment to um you know to to, to this employee's w2 or, or something like that it's really just reaching out to, to to whoever your payroll provider is at that point and uh, with you guys, it's just, yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we will take it on for you. Absolutely. Yes. And everything is done through our account connect portal too, which is nice. So I know Michelle, you were touching on like less email um, communication and we're moving that direction too. So you get to use our portal, which is great. So it's made it so easy for our accounting firms um, as well and secure not to mention. Right. So right. lots of good stuff there. Now, Jen, I do have a question for you. Um, I saw in some of your checklists where it talks about talked about the 1099s and things. Can people do their subcontractors through ADP and the 1099s as well, or is that separate? They can process 1099s through ADP, yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure Cause can. I know in QBO, um, I didn't show you all this, but in QBO, QBO right now, you should be going into that tax 1099 wizard and making sure that you have all of their, um, tax ID numbers and their email addresses or their, their mailing address and things like that. So in January, you're not scrambling for that stuff. You should be doing that now if you haven't already. So um, remember, you can do it within QuickBooks or you could do it within ADP or third-party apps too. And that would be a good checklist for yourself, but you would do that in work rather than inside of a client's books. You know, you would set yourself a, a work task to make sure that all of those uh, vendors have their have their tax ID left uh, in there, but if you are using you know ADP or QBO payroll, um, they'll file the the 1099s for you, assuming that you've already set that information in. Good all add. right, good ad. I think I have one more to share before I pass it back to you guys here. If that works out, yes. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is a year-end promotion for clients. So this is the time, you know, 65% of businesses will make a switch and evaluate. And we wanted to extend our up to six months free promotion um, to anybody that has a client on the line or knows of a business owner that could benefit from it. But we do look to bring over anybody using Intuit, QuickBooks payroll, or another competitor um, with five plus employees, they would get up to six months free. And then a client of any pay size can get up to three months free. Um, You know, in the fine print there, I don't know about you guys, but I cannot read (laughs) small print anymore on a screen, showing my age a little bit. Um, But just because of implementation and ensuring that our clients have their accounts set up and ready to go, ideally that first or second payroll in the new year, we do like to get orders signed and submitted by the 17th of December. So we've got a couple weeks to do that and then process payroll by January 20th. So that is the uh, the little asterisk down there with what needs to take place in order to qualify for those months free. So I will stop sharing my screen so you guys can take back over here. Hopefully. And that's, that is a great offer. If people are looking to make the move, um, Today's what the seventh already, and you got to do this by the seventeenth. So you got ten days. Um, if you want to jump on that, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah up to, it's a up huge to six months to free. Uh, I mean, it's it's that's that's awesome. Yes, <laughs> I mean, for the lack of better word, I mean, yes, we, uh, we don't free usually <laughs> offer those kind of promotions ever. So it is a year end promotion. We'll say it's for you guys. How does that sound? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Right. That's, that's great. Gonna, gonna require me to wear a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> gonna work on you too, Dan. All right. All right. So, Jen, we have a great question here. Um, I know the answer, but I would love to have you provide details. Does sure. a, uh, does ADP offer HR services too? We absolutely do. Yes. I mean, it, anything from very simple HR, to, from creating a handbook to writing job descriptions. Um, we partner with ZipRecruiter. I'm obsessed with that company. They do such a nice job in helping our clients find and source candidates in a very organized fashion um, to having somebody come out on site to assist with HR. So there's different levels of services. And we do like to consult with clients to make sure we're putting them in the right package for what their needs are. So we absolutely do. Long-winded answer. So, so Jen, let's say I got a client that wants to start offering some benefits. Maybe they want to start doing a health insurance plan. Maybe they want to start doing a 401k plan. Is that things that you all can help me to help my clients with as well? We absolutely can. Yes. Good question, Michelle. So we are licensed to sell health insurance as well. So we have specific representatives within our company that can either go out on site or work with a client over the phone to make sure they're choosing the right benefit platform for their company. We have um, 401ks, simple IRAs, um, really great retirement packages that integrate with payroll, which is huge for the client. So the client sets it up pretty much their hands off. um, So that's a really big bonus and perk for them. And same thing on the health benefits side. So everything is integrated, streamlined, um, and really they do their work within our run platform and it feeds to the other s- solutions that we have to offer. So yes, great question. So, so here's, here's, a, here's a thought, right? Like, so let's say somebody really likes to use QuickBooks payroll and they, 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 they just don't want to tra- change off of, of QuickBooks payroll, but the HR, the retirement, that sort of thing, they can't 
they can't do that inside of inside of QuickBooks, at least not not automated, right? right. So, uh, can you can you do both? Like, can you be QuickBooks payroll to run your payroll, and then ADP for the other services that 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 you guys offer, or do you have to switch all the way over to to everything being done by ADP? Yeah, so they would want to switch over to ADP just because the the payroll engine kind of houses you know the HR solutions as well. So everything is it within that platform, um, which is the benefit to the client. So a lot of times it does the benefit of moving to ADP outweighs using QuickBooks if they're looking for that additional HR support. And we always like to do you know a return on investment for the client too to show them what they're getting from it. Um, and typically it's helping them in a lot of other facets of their business that they really need the assistance with. The other thing is we integrate with QuickBooks online so we can build a file, create a file that exports directly in to QuickBooks online to make it, you know, easy for them and easy for you guys, especially. So no rekeying of data, (laughs) you know, everything is correct. Um, so that allows them to really use an outside provider versus wanting to maybe not break ties with QuickBooks because it's usually the integration piece of it. Um, it's why they would want to make the, the yeah. switch, but we've got the feed. So, and you can do job costing <laughs> with, <laughs> with ADP. <laughs> you can do job costing. Yes, you absolutely can do job costing. Yes. So obviously that we would consider that a more, I would say sophisticated payroll. So we would want to make sure we get them on the right platform to handle all their needs, but we can do job costing. And that's important to know because so many times that was the missing link with QuickBooks. And I know now they've got it it working as well, but I mean, that's nice to know because so many of these clients want to be able to do the job costing and it's not just construction clients. You can have all kinds of clients that want to be able to allocate the labor to the jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, architects, engineers, you know, party planners, maybe even, you know, so um, that's really a, a good point to, to bring out there. Yep. We see that all the time. Yes. Great question. All right. Before we uh, pause oh, well, and end for the day, I want to run the last, uh, the last poll question. Okay. And uh, then so- I do have one more question for Jen. It, it relates sure. to the job costing for salaried employees. Can you do that for salary? Can you allocate that to jobs on salaried employees or just hourly? Yep, absolutely. You can on salary. Yes, we see that all the time. And even, you know, you've got a doctor, right, that spends, you know, sometimes it's by percentage. Um, I live in Ohio, so we have local taxes, but they'll allocate, you know, their time into different jurisdictions, some percentage, some by hour. Um, So it really just depends on the client. And we can set it up the way that they'd like to see it. And their accountant, bookkeeper would like to have it done. Great. Yes. All right. Well, so, I Michelle, think this, yes. Michelle, there was there was one uh, that I wanted to to run by you. There was a question that 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 was thrown in here about somebody saw you at the virtual conference and they had some <laughs> questions about the tax mapping. Um, is that is that a question? That, can you see that question in there? Did that- I I do see <laughs> Shelley's question, and you know how I feel about taxes, so I would not turn to me for tax advice. <laughs> uh, but she did ask the question of what type of account entries to look for that would fall into the category of charitable contributions. So it sounds like she's saying, what type of accounts are you looking for? Under accounts, I would look for, they may have named it donations, contributions, um, nonprofit, you know, giveaways, or, I mean, you can, you can look through the accounts for similar names like that. Um, And then on the depreciation adjustment, yes, you do need to do that depreciation adjustment at year end. And you can do that right from the prep for taxes, or you can do it via journal entry in QBO. So, um, but as far as like actual accounts and tax mapping lines and things, you need to go through that tax return line by line and map the accounts. And then uh, for Jen, um, what type of taxes do people need to be doing in order to qualify for the tax book? I mean, wh- who would be who would be ideal? Was that um, federal or just payroll or both or just um, tax prep? Oh, for the tax book? Um, yeah, for the book. Any, yeah, we're, we don't go comb through and look to see if you, you sign up, you want a copy of the book, as long as you're doing some type of tax work, we would love to chat with you and you've got the, the business client base. So, yes. The book itself is it is it the, the as a reference material it would be more for tax preparers or would it be more for the payroll income tax. tax 
income tax. So yeah, it's federal tax. Um, and Nick, I don't know if you're popping in the chat there. Nick actually uh, handles the order of all these books and the distribution, <laughs> bless his heart. <laughs> so it is, um, and I'm looking at the guide here, but yeah, federal small business taxes. So if you're working with small business. Awesome. Well, thank you for, for joining us today here, Jen. And uh, thank you. We appreciate you having us on or you having <laughs> you. Thanks for joining me, guys. <laughs> coming. That's right. Yes, it's the QB Power Hour with Jen and uh, Michelle now. Because <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the red shirt memo. Yes. Thank you, Jen and Nick in the background, who's also helping us out. As always, it's wonderful. And you guys just do provide a wealth of resources that all of us can benefit from. So thank you for sharing those with us. And I will encourage you guys, jump on that offer for the tax book. Um, they do have a, a couple of thousand, but they don't last long. So don't right. wait. Um, once they start putting it out on social, um, those will be going fast. So I'd encourage you to jump on that because it is a great year-end reference for income taxes. Um, all right, but thank you guys for both joining us. Dan, any last minute things? No, just to, just to make sure that people remember that next week, we'll be having another QB Power Hour, not the every other week. Uh, so join us again for next week with creating a roadmap to advisory services. Uh, yes. We'll join with uh, PATH, our friends at PATH. Yes, please join us uh, for that. It'll be a good one. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everybody. Happy holidays. Everybody. Thanks, everyone. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.